This call may be recorded or transcribed. It's a great day at the clinic with you. My name is Good morning. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hey, are you feeling better today? Um, I'm, it's, it's, I'm still struggling, sister. Oh, no. I just, yeah, I just need your prayers. Okay. You got it. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you, sister. The saints are beautiful. We support one another, good times and in bad, but we press on for the mark with high calling and grace. It's men's day at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew, who's with me on the call. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. He kept me from all evil. With my mind stayed on Jesus. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. The old gospel song with real meaning still. My name is Andrew. This is the clear victory. Men's day. Who's with me on the call? The player victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable unto his death. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, good morning, Sister Susie. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you, too. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, everybody. Eva. Amen. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. Yes, he definitely has our back all the time. And all the time, he is good. We can truly depend on him. Good Good morning. Yes, good morning. Happy Friday. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. How are you this morning? I'm blessed this morning. Amen. Amen. 
Brother Andrew. Good Daniel. morning, Brother Andrew. This is Brother Michael. Excuse me, Susie. It's okay. Good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Brother Michael, God bless you. Happy Friday. Good to have you on the wall. Good to be here. Thank you. Uh, Susie, were you going to say something? Yeah, just keep me in your prayers. My back's acting up again. You got it. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh huh. Bless you. We pray that the Lord comforts you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's a glorious day to pray victory. The sun is up and so are we. And we endeavor to bow at the throne this morning. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, it's Jonathan. Good morning, Jonathan. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good to hear your sound, brother. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made comfortable unto his death, being made conformable, I'm sorry, unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may, apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Who's with me on the calls to play victory? Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Hi, Brother Andrew. Hey, happy Friday, Prosperous Pam. Happy Good Friday. Morning. Good morning. Uh, good to hear you sound. Likewise. There, Thank you. Amen. Is there anyone else joining? Good morning. This morning. is Rhonda. Good morning, Rhonda. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning, Andrew. It's Miss B. Happy Friday. Hey, Miss B. Happy Friday. Good to hear you. Good to hear your sound. It's a happy Friday. It's third victory. My name is Andrew. It's Men's Day. Who's with me on the call? It's a favor Friday. Happy Friday, Brother Andrew. Holding you up. Healing is the children's bread, and you are healed in the name of Jesus. Have a good day. This is Rochelle. Thank you, Rochelle. Happy Friday. Oh, I, 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 I feel that. I feel that. Thank you, Jesus. It's an amazing Friday. It's a clear victory. My name is Andrew. God is gracious and good. Good morning, with you on the call. It's Dee Dee. Good morning. Blessings and healing for your swelling. I heard that you were having some swelling, so I've been praying for God to just regulate your the blood flow in your body. I love you. Thank you, Sister Dee Dee. Thank you. Thank you. God is good. Good morning, brother. Yes, good morning. Good morning. This is Cynthia. I'm glad that you're feeling better. 
Thank you, Sister Cynthia. You're welcome. Yes. You have a great day. And good morning to everybody else on the line. Good morning, yeah. everyone. It's Krishanda. I'm in agreement with Sister Didi on your healing. God bless you. you. God bless you. Thank you, Krishanda. Happy Friday. I appreciate, I appreciate. Happy Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone else who wishes to say good morning on this glorious morning? If there be no one else. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Moxie Happy Friday. Hey, Sister Moxie Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Brother. Happy Friday. If everyone who who can hear me, please check your phone and put it on mute and make sure that throughout the call that it stays on mute so that nothing impedes the gospel as it goes forth. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I'm your host for the morning. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 8 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day. Where only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you. Please be sure to continue joining us daily. Our monthly theme for the rest of July is Beatitudes. This means that all of our declarations will be focused on us understanding the Beatitudes according to the mind and heart and will of God. Three announcements are before us today. Please join us for Friday Night Live this evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling this same number. You will definitely be blessed. Secondly, please remember that there will be no more Saturday prayer calls on Declare Victory. Prayer calls will resume Monday through Friday, same time, same place. You want to give this day back to the caller so they can spend time with their families and respected churches. Thirdly, we'd like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission to declare victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support this mission? There are three ways to do so. First way, declarevictory.org. Second way, paypal.me slash declarevictory. Or third way, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father. We return to you for your giving and your trusting in him. Our prayer, online prayer request app is up and running again, but there were no additions to it this morning. However, Sister Susie is requesting prayer for her back problems again, 
and we know that the Lord is the healer. And so we're lifting Sister Susie up. Please continue to lift me up as well. I had the second uh, COVID-19 vaccine, and I'm feeling a, feeling the effects of that. But again, the Lord is the anointed one. He is our healer, and I fully trust in him. But there are residual prayer requests that we need to keep in mind. We are lifting the children, the ones that are afraid, the ones that are scared, the ones that are being bullied, the ones that are ill, the ones that are estranged from their families, the grown children, as well as the young. We're lifting the first responders. We're lifting the police officers who protect and are under attack in some areas. We're lifting those that have hateful spirits. We're lifting our enemies. We're lifting our yokemen of the gospel. We're lifting our families, our, our marriages, our government. There are so many things that affect the life of the Christian and non-Christian alike, that we need to be reaching out in prayer. And I pray that the saints follow through because we are most necessary and we need each other and the world needs us too. Order the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Tony Sandoval. That order once again. Prayer on corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be rendered by Pastor Tony Sandoval. Immediately following, we will go into our love, life, and victory portion where Pastor Sandoval will lead us in the question and answer period and also further point out the gems in his declaration this morning. Our scripture for today is 1 Corinthians 13 verses 1 through 3. If I speak in the tongues of men and angels but do not have love, I am only resounding dog or a crying symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship, I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of this holy word. Please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone and make sure that the you feature is still active until such time as the prayer warrior instructs us to come off mute. Thank you for allowing me to host you this morning. My name is Andrew. Please keep me in your prayers. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Father God, we say thank you. 
God, we come to you as humble as we know how, but as bold as we can. And we declare first, God, that you are mighty. We declare, God, that you are our everything. God, we declare that you are our God, our king, our ruler. You are our father. And because of who you are, we say thank you. Because of who you've been to us, we say thank you. Because of what you orchestrated, we say thank you. Because you are a God of our healing, we say thank you. Because you are the God of our sustaining, you, we say thank you. Because you are God and God alone, we say thank you. God, God, we reverence you this morning. We thank you now for what you're able to do. God, we thank you now for what you're going to do. We thank you now for what you're doing in the midst of the call. God, we say thank you now because your hand is there. God, we say thank you now because you are the Alpha and the Omega. God, we say thank you now because you are reigning supreme. We say thank you now because you are the the great I am. You are the creator, God. You are the creator, God. We say thank you now. Father, we admonish you today. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge your gift. We acknowledge your hand. And God, we reverence you with everything that we have in us today. God, we cause all of our being to begin to worship you. We cause every part of us to give you praise. We call everything in us to come into the place of fellowship with your presence. And God, for that, we say thank you. God, we ask you now that there be nothing in between us that would cause our hurt, our prayers not to be heard by you or to be irritated by you. And God, for that, we'll say thank you for the forgiveness and the washing of your blood. And God, we ask you now that you would begin to move in the midst of us. God, touch those that are in the need of healing. God, we command healing in their bodies now. We command healing from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. God, we command healing now. God, that which is ushered to the children that belong to you, we give it over to you now. We acknowledge healing now. Father, we put on the pressure now, and we thank you for healing. God, we acknowledge the fact that you are about to do the exceeding, the abundant, the above all that we could ever ask or think. And God, because you are the mighty, we begin to declare that cycles are broken. God, because you are the mighty and we are mighty in you. We declare that cycles are broken. We declare that walls are torn down. Every illegal barrier that has been built up, Father, we come against the very fabric of it. We come against the base of it. We establish a place where you are God. God, we establish the place now that you will sit on the throne in that place of our life. And God, we give your name the glory. God, we pray for strength this morning. We ask that you would strengthen every person that is connected here on every side. Build them up on the secret place. God, build them up in the most holy of their faith, oh God. And God, we'll be careful to give you all the glory. God, we ask for an encounter with you. God, we ask for an encounter with your presence. We ask for an encounter with your spirit. God, pour out your power like never before. Pour out your anointing like never before. Destroy yokes and bondages now. God, break up the fallow ground. Break up chains now. Father, we declare miracles, signs, and wonders in the ears of those that are hearing. God, in their atmosphere, may it be conducive and for heaven's power. God, we declare now not just power. We declare victory. We declare the victory now. We declare the victory now. We stir up on the inside the sound of breakthrough. We stir up on the in sound the sound of deliverance. We stir on the in sound the sound of praise. God, we give you the glory. We begin to shout to you, God. We open up our mouth and begin to shout, God. And God, and I pray now that as we shout today, as we lift up our sound, as we lift up our voice, that every enemy that is connected to us, God, that you would amplify the sound of your people in the ears of the enemy. God, we declare now that as we begin to come forth and take our phones off of mute, God, that you would amplify our sounds in the 
Father, as we go back on our mute, but God, our spirit cries out to you now. We ask you now to find comfort in the midst of our praise, find comfort in the midst of our worship. God, we lift our hands as recept as the receiving place. We lift our hands. God, meet us in the in-between place, in between our hands, in between our ears. Meet us there. God, now 
We'll give you the glory. We'll be careful to give you glory. We'll be careful to give you praise. God, for it's do you. We say thank you for what you're doing. We say thank you for, for amplifying our sound. We say thank you for stirring our sound. Thank you for renewing our sound. And God, for the ocean. Higher, higher, higher. We say thank you for life now. We thank you for life. Higher. We thank you for restoration. Father, we give your name the glory. In Jesus' name. Higher. Oh, Baba Bash. Amen, amen. Good morning, everybody. My name is Tony Sandoval. Uh, I am uh, honored to be here with you. I am happy to be here with you guys this morning. Thank you so much for having me once again. Uh, it's, it's amazing to do this, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, let's just jump back into it here. I know everybody's eager uh, to get going here and get in the word here, but uh, I'm going to be in Nehemiah today, Nehemiah. And as I was preparing for this and studying the Beatitudes, God kept reminding me of a message uh, that I had given uh, about a month back at our church. And God had started speaking to me about how the Beatitudes are really uh, a thermometer for our spirit. How really the Beatitudes are really a measure of the health of our spirit. How we can tell how we're doing spiritually by the Beatitudes, by how we're acting, how we're speaking, how we're treating each other. And God spoke this word to me about a month ago, and, and I think it's relevant now. And, uh, and, and, and that's what we're going to be. We're going to be in Nehemiah, uh, but I'm going to start with Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40, Isaiah 40, verse 31 here. So Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The title of today's message is Don't Be Caught Slipping. Don't Be Caught Slipping. Pray with me. Father God, we worship you, Lord. We thank you so much, God, for the honor of doing this, God. We thank you, God, for everybody here at the sound of my voice, God, Lord. I pray that you minimize me and that you maximize yourself, Father Lord. I pray that you speak loud and that you speak clearly, Father Lord. We love you. We worship you, God. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise, Father God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As I mentioned, the title of today's message is Don't Be Caught Slipping. It's something that God spoke to me about a month ago, uh, but I think it's really relevant now. And and we're going to jump into Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. It says, they said to me, those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned down with fire. This is Nehemiah speaking. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days, I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. You know, growing up, I had, uh, I had a mother. <laughs> and there's so many perks about having a Mexican mother. 
uh, both my parents are Mexican, and there's so many perks about being. Uh, I always felt Mexican. I had the family. I had, I had big family, really. I mean, I had a huge family. Uh, the food, the support, the celebration, and Karina, my wife, uh, was showing me some funny videos the other day on Instagram about impersonating moms and impersonating Mexican moms, and how it was so funny about how everybody really had some shared experiences, whether you're Mexican or not. Everybody's mom <laughs> said a lot of the same thing. Everyone had these shared experiences, right? Had these shared experiences about, hey, take a sweater with you. Don't come home late, right? All these phrases that uh, that that everybody recognized from their childhood, right? Like one of the ones was, uh, I wonder what you guys are going to do, the mom talking to the kids, when I die, right? Uh, I always remember, like, if we ever told my mom, that we were bored, you know, she would make us clean the house, you know, right? Like, I'll, okay, I'll give you something so you won't be bored anymore, right? I remember my mom, like, putting Vicks with Vapor Rub on everything because it cures everything, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Vicks Vapor Rub keeps COVID away from you, too. So uh, I, I remember all these things, right? I remember, um, you know, crying and then my mom, like, jokingly saying, come over here so I can give you some reason to cry or something like that. Like, there's all these shared experiences, right? All these shared experiences as a child that you have with other children based on what your mom would tell you or based on what your mom would tell you growing up. And for me, thinking about it, you know, um, uh, one of the things that I remember the most about growing up and shared experiences and what my mom would say uh would be uh, my mom asking me uh, to do something. And it was something that I would forget, literally forget like 50% of the time. But it was taking out the chicken to defrost, taking out the meat to defrost. You know, I perhaps no other phrase or saying do I remember the most, right? And one that I remember with fear, right, is because I forgot so many times uh, to take out the chicken to defrost, to take out the meat to defrost, right? My mom would go to work, she'd go to the stores, and before leaving, she would just say, hey, Tony, just uh, just take out the chicken. Let it defrost in the sink, so when I come back, it's ready to go, and we can cook, right? And I remember the fear that you would feel, right, when you would forget, when you would forget to do that, when you would forget to take it out, when you would forget to take it out to defrost, right? Like, you don't, as a kid, you don't really know fear <laughs> until you've heard that tan Chrysler minivan pull into the driveway and you forgot to take out the chicken and the sauce, man. There's a real fear. There's a panic in you as a kid where your heart almost drops out of your chest. You know, you run to the kitchen, you pull out the, the chicken that's frozen, completely solid, and you're running it under hot water as your mom is taking the keys out and getting the bags out of the car and opening the door and and uh, just run, <laughs> running this freezer burn chicken underneath this hot water, trying to get it somewhat sideways frosted. And then you get to play it off, right, when your mom comes in and, uh, and hey, why is this chicken all wet still? Like, I, you got to make up something like, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, maybe the freezer's broken or something like that, you know, I don't know. And they got me thinking, 
got me thinking about shared experiences, but also got me thinking about this. You know, perhaps there's no greater fear, perhaps there's no greater shame, no greater weight than being caught idle, being called out for not doing what you were supposed to do, asked to do. Perhaps there's no greater burden to carry than the burden of irresponsibility, irresponsibility to be caught slipping. And I wonder what Jesus would say if he came back today. How would he find our house? How would he find your marriage? How would he find your relationships? How would he find the American church? How would he find your finances? What did you do with what I made you responsible for? And would he find you slipping? See, Nehemiah was living in Babylon. He was still the exiled portion of the Israelites. He had risen to an extremely prominent position. He had favor. He had comfort. He had everything but his homeland, his foundation, his freedom to worship his God, his freedom to serve his God like he knew he was supposed to. You see, a small group of Israelites had been re-exiled out of Babylon and led back to a ruined, burned, and almost completely abandoned Jerusalem. And with Ezra, the book of Ezra, it's really a prologue to Nehemiah. It's essentially one long story between Ezra and Nehemiah. And Zerubbabel and Ezra rebuilt the temple, but he cannot get the people on track in time. So in come Nehemiah, and his brothers tell him in verses 3 or 4, they said to him, those who survived the exile are back. They're back and in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept for some days. I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. So according to the report Nehemiah received, the remnant in Jerusalem was shamed. It was a city with broken walls. You see, because a city with broken walls revealed a defeated people. The Jews who had returned to their homeland were both unsafe, they were living in unsafe conditions, and they were humiliated at living in a destroyed city. And Nehemiah quoted God's words to Moses in his prayer. He said, if you return to me and obey my commands, and even if your exiled people are in the farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to a place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. You see, the remnant that had returned had not done their job. The Israelites that had returned back to Jerusalem, they were caught slipping. They didn't defrost the chicken. And now, like my mother would do when I wouldn't take out the chicken, he would take responsibility for rebuilding of the walls. And Nehemiah would step into his purpose. He would step into his authority and fulfill what God had called him to do. I believe what God is rebuilding is the walls of his city. I believe that God is restoring the church to its full grandeur. I believe that God is reinstating the church as more than an authority, but as a safe haven for revival, for healing, for restoration. A few weeks back, God gave me this vision. And in this vision, God was speaking to me. And God told me this, 
He said that the church had long built walls that had kept people out. But God said, he told me this, he said, but I have torn them down to rebuild walls that keep people safe, that give people peace, that give people shelter, safety, and freedom, and protection. You see, you and I, you and everyone at the sound of this call, we're like Nehemiah. We're going to be wall builders, church. I believe that here, that we are going to step into our calling, into our purpose, into our responsibility, and rebuild the walls of God's church. I believe we are called. I believe we are chosen. I believe that we are the willing. That's what I love about this call, that there's willing people here, people who are willing to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and hear the word of God and pray with God and spend time with God. There are willing people on this call. And we have a choice. Do we accept the call or do we get caught slipping? If we look at Nehemiah, we can see who God really does call. Who God really calls. And if you're taking notes, my first point is this. That God calls those who mourn. That's a beatitude. Blessed are the ones, but blessed are the ones who mourn. God calls those who mourn. And in chapter one, verses four through seven, it says this. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Then I said, Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer your servant is praying before you day and night for your servant, the people of Israel. I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my family's family, have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly towards you. We have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws you gave your servant Moses. You know, I think it's important to weep. I think it's important to weep like Nehemiah does, to weep for what God weeps over. I think it's important to feel what the Father feels. I think it's important to be moved by more than responsibility. I think you should be moved by the need, by the hurt, by the pain. You see, your calling, your heart, you, you are the answer to a need in the world. You are an answer to a problem in the world. And in Matthew 5, 4, it says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. This is not just mourning like the type of uh, when you feel that when someone passes away, but this is also means to mourn over sin and to mourn over its effects. We see biblical events, examples of this in, in David's repentance for his sin with Bathsheba. We see that in 2 Samuel 12, in Psalms 51. We see it in the response of the Jewish pilgrims to Peter's Pentecost sermon when they were cut to the heart in Acts 2. You see, your calling, your responsibility is an answer to a need that sin created. You were created to combat sin and bring glory to God. You see, your gift, your talent, your responsibility is meant to heal 
a wound that sin opened. And I think it's important that you feel the weight of the responsibility of your calling, but you should not be weighed down by it. Mourning should propel you to action instead of idleness, to courage instead of comfort. My second point today is that God calls us out of comfort and into courage. God calls us out of comfort and into courage. Let me tell you something, church. It takes courage to be who you were called to be. It takes courage to be who you were called to be. There is no courage in staying comfortable. There is no faithfulness in staying comfortable. And there will never be restoration without the courage to be exactly who you were called to be. In chapter 2, verses 1 through 5 of Nehemiah, it says this. In the month of the Nisan, in the 20th year of King Atatarxes, when wine was brought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before. So the king asked me, why does your face look sad? When you are not, are you not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of the heart. I was very much afraid, said Nehemiah. But I said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and his gates have been destroyed by fire? The king said to me, what is it that you want? Then I prayed to God in heaven and I answered the king, if it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city in Judah where my ancestors are buried so that I can rebuild it. In this extraordinary measure of courage. Nehemiah decides to risk it all. He decides to voice what's in his heart to the most powerful man on the face of the earth, King Artaxerxes and his queen. He had the cushiest job in all of Babylon. He was trusted. He was taken care of. He was protected. He was beloved by the king. And yet something in his heart still mourned for his people something that would not be silenced by comfort or by fear. And ultimately, the king sent him away with letters of passage and bodyguards. You see, you are called, church, to build some walls. Come with us. Be brave. Be courageous. Do not fear. God is going to give you letters of passage and protection. I think oftentimes we, we are so afraid to go do exactly what God has called us to do because we believe at our heart that we're going alone, that we're going on our own strength, that we're going with no protection, no one at our back, that we're fully going open to attack. And that's not the case. Nehemiah went with the full blessing of the king. He went with bodyguards and he went with letters of passage. You see, when you go, when you're called by God, when you're sent out by God, you go with bodyguards, you go with protection, and you go with letters of passage. You see, God will get you through gates. God will get you through cities. God will get you through places that you yourself on your own have no right to be, have no power to be in. But God gives you letters of passage. 
He gives you safekeeping. He gives you favor that when you walk into a situation, into a church, into a marriage, into a relationship, into your finances, into your place of work, God gives you rites of passage, letters of passage. He lets you into places that you yourself would have no business being in, but because you are called, but because you are sent out by God, you have access to things and people and places that you wouldn't have alone. When God calls you into something, when you step out in courage, you do not go alone and you do not go unprotected. God calls the courageous. My third point is that God calls the willing over the qualified. God calls the willing over the qualified. Chapter 2, verse 11, it says, I went to Jerusalem, and after staying there for three days, I set out during the night with a few others. I had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. <clears throat> Nehemiah goes out, and it says that he goes out by night. And he looks at the city of Judah, and it's destroyed. It's in ruins. There's no gates. There's no walls to protect it. And yet Nehemiah feels called to go out. And he goes out to inspect the walls, to inspect the damage that was done. And there is no record that Nehemiah was a builder or a stonemason or an architect. But yet he goes under the cover of darkness to check on the status of the wall. You see, when God calls you, he does not care what you are qualified to do or not to do. God does not review your spiritual resume in order to put you to work. He does not check your qualifications. He does not check your references. He checks your heart. God is interested in the willing, not the qualified. I love that Nehemiah goes by night. The Bible says that he goes by night in verse 2. And it mentions it two times, that Nehemiah goes at night to check on the wall. You see, the real work happens by night, in the dark, when nobody sees it. It happens in the prayer room. It happens in your prayer closet. It happens when you pray in your car. It happens when you worship by yourself. It happens when we fast for services. It happens when the real work doesn't happen on stage. It happens by night, in the quiet, in the dark, when nobody is looking, in your homes, in your conversations, in your habits, in your preparations. That's where the real work is done. The real work happens when nobody else is watching. <clears throat> Who are you, church? Who are you called to be? Is there a gap between those two? Is there a gap between who who you are right now and who you were called to be? Congratulations. You're part of the rest of humanity. If there is a gap between who you are and who you were called to be, it's okay. You are in the right place. You see, God calls everybody. And in chapter three of Nehemiah, it goes on this long list of who contributed to the wall building. And that's when it got me thinking about the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes list all these things, all these measures of spirit. 
this thermometer of how these spiritual things come into you when you have a healthy spirit. And in Nehemiah chapter 3, it goes through this long list of the people who actually built the city, the people who actually contributed to the wall building. If I can just have you check your lines real quick, I I think someone is off uh, mute and I can can hear you getting to work, I think. (laughs) So if you can just check your lines real quick, make sure we're muted uh, just so we preserve the call. Uh, Thank you. But I'm getting ready to close with this. So so God calls everybody in chapter 3. He goes through this long list of people that were involved in the building of the wall. And if you look at chapter 3, 56 people groups or individuals are listed in chapter 3 to having portions of the wall built, to having portions uh, uh, of the wall that they were going to assign to be rebuilt. These were the same people who in chapter 2, verse 18, says to Nehemiah, they said, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. And if you look at this description of these people, these people were goldsmiths. They were perfume makers. They were merchants. They were families. They were groups. They were strangers. They were friends. They were priests. They were governors. They were rulers. They were Levites. They were sons, daughters, men, and women, all of which contributed to the building of the walls. And some of the people built roofs, some of the people built beams, others built gates, others did long stretches of the wall, and others stayed near their home to build parts of the wall. You see, God does not discriminate by social status, sex, gender, or skill set. If you are willing, you are called. If you are willing, you are called. And I believe that there are people here who are going to rebuild the walls of the church. You see, God calls those who mourn to what mourns him. God calls those who choose courage over comfort. God chooses the willing over the qualified. We need you. Don't be caught slipping. Your father is coming home. Allow God to catch you being responsible with your gifts, with your calling. Allow God to catch you responsible with what he's given you. Allow God to catch you full of the Beatitudes with a full measure of the spirit that God has given you. In Isaiah 40, 31, it says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. It was the first verse that I read. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God told me earlier today, he said, you have waited on the Lord and I have renewed your strength. Now soar. I feel like people here today, that there are people here at the sound of my voice who need to soar, who have yet to step into the full power of their calling. Soar, church. And I feel like there's people here who have yet to really understand and fulfill all of the beatitudes, all the things, all the things assigned to them, all the peace, all the power, all the presence. Step into it, church. Not be afraid. Have the courage to get a hold of everything that God has for you. Let's pray. Father God, we worship you, God. We love you. We thank you for speaking here today, God. We thank you for being with us here this morning, God. 
We thank you, God, for everything that you have done, Lord. We love you. We worship you, God. Seal this word in our hearts. Seal it in our spirit, God. We love you. We worship you, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, now is the time where we open things up for Q&A, for some questions, uh, for any comments that you might have. I will give you fair warning. Uh, I do have to run out here pretty quickly. About 7.15, I'll have to start making my way out. I live in Hollister now, so I have a commute <laughs> ahead of me to get to the office here in San Jose. So uh, I will be having a quick Q&A, but I, I am here to answer any questions, and I am here for any comments that you might have. So I'll just go ahead and open that up. Good morning. Good morning. It's Judy. I'm so grateful for your, your share this morning and for your sound. And praise Thank God you. for your just everything. I appreciate you. And you said you got to commute to Hollister. My God, brother. I, I'll be praying for you in that traffic. <laughs> Thank you. Don't get caught. Did you say don't be caught slipping or don't get caught slipping? Because there's. Don't get say, caught slipping. Don't yeah, get don't get caught, caught slipping. slipping. That was so on time. Get ready. Stay ready. All the things that he's already given us. And I'm very, I'm, well, let me not say very, but I've been mindful of even how I word stuff. If that makes any sense. I was talking to my 79 year old mom last night, and we have to be careful when even in the prayer request when we pray about or pray for that reminds mm -hmm. me of that if you're caught slipping you have to be mindful of the words that we speak so that's something that i got yeah. this morning just being mindful of how we speak mm -hmm. to our spouses to our children to ourselves and so just know that i love you and your wife to life and i'm so grateful that i've been impacted just by your wisdom and knowledge and i love you so mm -hmm. just god bless you Thank you, Judy. God bless you so much. All right. Good morning, Mrs. Diane. This is hey, Diane. Jan. How are you? Great declaration, Mrs. Um, Sandoval. And I, I just love your teaching, and I praise God for you. And be safe as you're traveling. Thank you, sister. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we li we live in Hollister now, so I, I have to go to San Jose. So. Uh, but I'm I'm okay with it. I needed to get out of the city for a bit. <laughs> I'm I'm happy well, we moved out. Sure. <laughs> we well, have a good day. You too. Sister. Good morning. Too. Good morning, Krishanda. Thank you for hey, your Krishanda. confirming word. Awesome declaration. Mm. We Thank can soar so now and be courageous and not get caught slipping in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the you know what the greatest compliment you can give any preacher ever is that you confirm something in my spirit. I I love hearing when people say like, oh, that was a great word, that inspired me, that motivated me, that touched my heart. You know, I love that. But nothing makes a preacher feel good than that confirms something, because it means that we we heard the same God. And nothing is more powerful, I think, when a preacher hears. Hey, that confirms something God is telling me. So I, I love that. Good morning. This is Sister morning, Sylvia. Morning. I'm so Sylvia. Uh, could you clarify some things for me? I'm so, so grateful. I was practically in tears. said God calls the willing and all the time. I just completed mm -hmm. my first unit of the CPE, Clinical Pastoral Education Chaplaincy Program. 
And I told the lady in the beginning, I can't do this program. I'm not a pastor. And she said, it's not mm. about that. Just apply. Just completed my yeah. first unit of clinical pastor That's education. Amazing. Thank you. And, and, and because of that, um, God has called me because of my willingness to go into uh, the Berkeley School of Theology in a master's oh, program. Man. Praise God. I, If you're willing, we will have you. And so qualify. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm just in tears. Thank you so much for that clarity of God mm. speaking through you. Amen. Bless you, you, brother. Thank you, sister. Bless you, too. God bless you. Wow, that's amazing. Good morning, that's awesome. Tony. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Now, you started out your declaration confirming that fear. Because if you forgot <laughs> to do something, it wasn't just a Mexican mom or a black mom. I think she was a little bit more aggressive, but... Hey, um, to God be the glory. Uh, your declaration was on point. And, um, you know, you always teach well, you and Karina, and we just, you know, pray blessings over you too. And thank you so much just for impacting and pouring into us. And um, we just thank you. Just thank you and congratulations on your um, thank you so uh, pastor, our uh, pastorhood, <laughs> pastor in the hood. <laughs> so we love you. <laughs> I love Super that. Super day. <laughs> Thank you, sister. Appreciate it. Hey, I want to tell you, too, that VIX is real work. It's still work in 2021, for real. So your mama, your mama was on it, like Rochelle said. Yeah. It's a black mama thing, too. So you want me to give you something to cry about? And why do they say that? Stop crying. You didn't just beat the skin off of me, but I got <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I lo- I've always loved that. Flavor. Like, about, yeah. <laughs> something about moms and shared experiences. Like, I'm not. Moms, uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter what, like it's what ethnicity you are. If you're if you're a mama, you're a mama. <laughs> you say the same thing. So, <laughs> but uh, good morning, Tony. It's Miss B. So good hey, to hear your B. sound. And I'm with Dee Dee and Michelle. My mama was just like your mama. <laughs> I like love you that. said, a mama's a mama. Thank you mama's for your mama. inspiration. Um, for the the willing. That that's what that's what's important is to be allow the Lord to do the things in your life that He needs to do. I'm just yeah. so I'm just so glad to hear you this morning. God bless Thank you and you your too. family. Thank you so much. You too. God bless you. All right. Anybody else have anything? Any comments? Any questions? Hi, Tony. This is um this is Prosperous Pam. It was a, I, I really enjoyed your declaration too and um, enjoy hearing all of the comments. And I was thinking about when you were talking about your mom, when she would go to work and say, take out the um, chicken. And it just reminded me, isn't God like the same way that he's thinking about how we're going to eat? But we don't think like that. We just think, okay, you know, we're kids playing, whatever, and just might not get around to it. But <laughs> You know, God has our, you know, our thoughts and it's my, I just thought about the love of God that he does a lot of, he, he gives us a lot of commandments, things to do too, mm-hmm. but it's just because he loves us and he wants us to eat. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's one thing. And then I also want you to know that I'm just glad to hear you on the line. Your wife said that you were in a car accident. So um, we've been lifting you up mm-hmm. in prayer. Just so um, wonderful to just hear you back and declaring um, the one on me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God protected me. It could have been a lot worse. So 
uh, um, yeah, keep us in prayer. We're, uh, we're, uh, having some issues with the car. The car was totaled. Uh, somebody hit me from behind at a red light and sent me, uh, into two semi trucks. So I, I bounced off of one semi truck, hit another semi truck, almost went underneath one of the semi trucks, but I luckily, thank God, I hit the back wheel. And if I didn't hit the back wheel, I would have gone underneath the semi truck and it would have killed me is what they tell me so but god is good he took care of me protected me i basically yeah. walked out of the car with a, a bloody nose and a little bit of a concussion but i was good but keep us in prayer because yeah. we are fighting with the insurance company uh they don't want to pay because the other person had no license no insurance no registration the person who hit me so and they can't find her now uh so it's like this whole process so uh keep us in prayer that that god rectify the situation and uh and we get this car paid off so you can get another one <laughs> you got it you got it thank you sister thank you sister hey tony this is tanya not tanya good morning i i, I hey, so enjoy you but listen i want to know that your mexican mama have um the uh three sixes cough syrup <laughs> and did she have and did she, she have did, actually. Oil? oh my god <laughs> she didn't so she stopped oh doing God. the castor oil because she, I think she, uh, it just didn't work. Her gra- my grandma used to give it to her. And then uh, I think she promised herself from years of having it as a child that she wasn't going to do it to her kids. So we didn't, we didn't have the castor oil, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I, um, well, I'm going to say that um, uh, several things clicked with me as you were sharing. And I was like, now, how is he going to hook me and Maya up with the Beatitudes? But you did it, brother. So God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, sister. Thank you. All right, please. Uh, anybody Good else morning. have any comments? Good morning. Good morning. Um, just, um, I just want to thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, and, I, yeah, that's, that's, I just want to thank you. I know you have to go. So, um thank you it really um resonated a, a lot um with with all the things even with everyone saying this is exactly how what you're saying about your mama i even remember doing my kids they had things yeah. to do and they wouldn't you know or forgot or whatever before i got home from work but um mm. just, just thank you i loved your share this morning perfect thank you so much sister i appreciate it so much amen Tony, I know you have to go. Once you pray us out, if everyone can stay on the line and just petition the Lord for um, Tony and Karina and um, that the blessing and what all they need will come through. So once you pray us out, then we'll stay on and um, corporately praise God for us. I appreciate that. Thank you, sister. I really appreciate that. Okay. All right. I'll go ahead and pray us out here. Yes, Kim. I just wanted to say thank you um, for your declaration and just for confirming that we do not have to be qualified. We just have to be willing. Um, that really yeah. touched my spirit this morning. So I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. Happy Friday and enjoy your day at work. Safe travels. Thank you, sister. You too. Happy Friday. Okay. Anybody else have any questions, any comments? 
Hey, this is Lisa. Um, congratulations on your appointment to pastoral um, position. And um, yeah, you, awesome. You spoke with um, that, that pastoral authority. It was just, I just heard pastor, pastor, pastor while you were speaking. Um, so, so thank God for you and your willingness and your obedience and your availability. I want to remind everybody that we have to be available. And then the good thing is that he equips those that he calls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to worry about Amen. it and go. Yeah, he will equip Amen. us. So, yeah, thank you um, for that. Bless you. And glad you're okay. Anyway. Thank you. God bless you, sister. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm going to get on the road here, but let me pray a blessing over all of you. Uh, this is uh, this is one of my favorite parts, to bless you guys out. So, uh, for whatever authority I have in me, <laughs> uh, I, me and my wife were just made pastors. Uh, so I guess there's some more authority in there, mixed in there somewhere. But let me let me pray a blessing over you guys. Lord, we just love you, Lord. We just thank you, God. I thank you so much for every single person here. I thank you so much for everybody listening to this call. I thank you so much for the willingness of everybody here, for the courage of everybody here, for the strength, for the power of everybody here, Lord, for the personality, for the character, God. Uh, Lord, I just hear that you, I just hear it in my spirit right now, Lord, that you're so proud and honored of the character of these people, God, Lord, of the character that you've built, Father, Lord. There are people on this line who have been through some things. There are people who had to endure. There are people who've had to struggle and fight, God, and yet they come out of it, God, with character. They come out of it with strength. They come out of it with hope, God, with joy, with peace, with love, Father, Lord. I see it. I just feel it in my spirit, God, Lord, that you are so honored by the way that this group honors you, God. And Lord, we pray a special anointing over them. We pray that whatever they touch is multiplied, Father Lord. We pray that whatever they touch, God Lord, is multiplied in Jesus' name, Father Lord. They are not going to be adders. They are not going to be in addition to. They are going to be multipliers, God Lord. That they are going to be touching things that multiply, Lord. That joy is going to be multiplied. Finances are going to be multiplied. Opportunities are going to be multiplied, God. Love is going to be multiplied, Lord. I believe that. I speak that over them, God. Take them from this place, but not from your presence, God. Protect them as they go to work. Protect them throughout the day, God. Stay with them. Stay in their ear, God, Lord. Speak to them. Whisper to them, God, Lord. Be with them, God. Have them feel you and encounter you in ways that they never have before, Father, Lord. We love you. We worship you, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, everybody. We love you so much. Thank amen. you so much for the opportunity. And we'll see you next time. Yes, we love you, Tony and Karina. And as we begin yes, to pray for you corporately, yes. we say, yes. 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 we lift them up to you right now, Father God. We lift them up to you, Father God, for you to touch them, touch their lives, Father God. Thank you for their life, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you,
the truth. Pray 